The Hum, episode 20, The Bucket List. Your show about how to get one over in this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. Chad Beeland. Mr. Beeland, it's been a couple weeks. I know. We've had a rough, rough start to 2019. Yes, I agree. It's been a we rough. We need to get on a cadence, but. Yeah, we've been off cadence, but for good reason. Agreed. So, agreed. Yeah, good, good reason. So you brought the beer tonight before we get into the fun stuff. The beer is the fun stuff. Well, it's part of the fun stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is one that. We've actually been to, not the main one. But in Seattle. But in Seattle, they have a Lagunitas brew hall, tap room, you know, whatnot. It's their uh, Imperial Stout. An unlimited release, it uh, says. An unlimited release. You can find this at a high bee everywhere. At any time of the year. Any time of the year. So look at you going all out on the unlimited release. It's hard to find. The bouquet is nice. Or bouquet. It's a bouquet, bouquet, bouquet. Should we cheers and then drink? Or cheers. Drink and then cheers. Yeah, we can right. cheers. To get together. I know you've invited me even for social hour. Like, it takes us to get together here to even have social hour because I haven't been able to participate in social hour. Yeah. It's been rough. Yeah, it's been. Oh, that is nice. I like that, though. I got a little wobbly coaster. I need to swap out my coaster. It's going to cause a problem at some point. Mm, yeah, at some point. That's going to need to be replaced. So what else are we toasting Toasting this week? We've got some sad news. Very. Yeah. But he's worth toasting. So uh, we had a family member pass away a couple weeks ago. Becca's uncle, Uncle Rick, passed away. He'd been had was terminal with brain cancer and as you know, it had been three years. So it was a bit of a blessing actually that. Yeah. He was a trooper. I mean, what did they give him? What was his diagnosis originally? Yeah. His prognosis was a year originally and he had obviously outlived that. So let's, let's toast Rick. His Rick is obit basically Rick consummate gentleman. Good man. A great man. And, it was hard, particularly hard because, you know, he and his wife didn't have any kids of their own. Yeah. So Becca was essentially, you know, she's like a daughter to him. And we spent a lot of a lot of time helping him. He spent him. a lot of time with them, too. Yeah, we have. Yeah, over the last couple of years. And Becca in particular spent a lot of time helping him. The weird, ironic thing I was thinking about it before we were getting ready to the show. Because he's not going to have kind of a traditional funeral service for him. Yeah, so they're gonna have more like a celebration of life. I like that. Yeah, I and that's the way it should be for. Yeah, I mean, Rick was the and it's a, apropos. We're discussing the topic we are to, tonight because he was all about biting into the apple and enjoying, you yeah, know, exactly. enjoying the let the juices drip down your chin. <laughs> yeah, he was all about that. The, the irony, though, the last that was a couple weeks ago, even wasn't too long ago. He wanted me to come over. Because he had gotten a new phone, a new mobile phone, mm. and he didn't know how to listen to his podcast. <laughs> so he wa- I came over. Did he listen to this podcast? Uh, I told him we were on, and he was like, "Oh no, I need I need better entertainment." It, it, 
It's my last. You know, the thing about Rick, to his to his final day, he had a sense of humor, which we should toast. Let's toast that as having a sense of humor to your final day. Indeed. Because the, I said, well, you know, I Chad and I do a podcast. Said, no, no, no. I want to be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can see that for you, but like, you know, we are somewhat entertaining. What what I was mildly surprised, though, was he was really looking for science fiction and fantasy literature podcasts, which I knew. And you can. And I asked him, I said, do you know a podcast toasted cake? He goes, oh, yeah, I know that podcast. I said, one of my short stories is on that. Went, no. Kind of like he was absolutely just floored that I was talented enough to have, <laughs> to have like a piece. You're of- done in Broad Street. You went way the hell up. It did go. Yeah, it did go up. So it's yeah. just even to your, you know, your last days, the surprises. So Rick, we'll, mi- we'll miss you. We'll, we'll miss you. Well, talk about the flip side of things. The other thing we want to toast is, you know, we're going to keep inviting. It's been you and me the last couple of times, but. Yeah. After we've been, well, only last two times we've been having more guests. We've been having more guests, and I want to toast our our next guest. So we're gonna have. I'm gonna leave it a little coy until she confirms completely. But it's you and I have not. We've done a lot of deep diving on craft beer all by ourselves. But yes. we're gonna bring a expert, local Kansas City craft beer expert. She is the woman about town. And yeah. so we're going to, yeah, we're going to be inviting her on here. We're going to lock up a date and have her on the next couple of weeks. Yeah. She knows what's going down on the street. Yes. And to the point, her Instagram feed is constantly, every night, there's a party. And yeah, I want to, I want to live her life. Likewise. So let's, let's toast her. More to come. More to come. When we lock down that day, she may just be here the next time we do a show. Which speaking of. What do you got? What have you been up to? We haven't done a show in a couple of weeks. What have you been up to? I'm I'm turning salty. I, I'm wait. You're turning salty. <laughs> I, I, I'm very <laughs> I'm I'm getting saltier. Okay. I mean, this fucking winter, I I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I get it. I understand there are four seasons, but this one has been dragging on way too long. I heard a stat the other day and it just made me want to punch somebody. And it said that from November 1st to March 1st, we normally have Kansas City normally has 10 days of 65 degrees or higher. Sprinkled throughout those. What is that? Four months. Mm -hmm. This winter we have had zero. 65 day or 65 degrees or higher. The first time in the history of recorded Kansas City weather, we've had no days of 65 or over in those four months. Well, and it, this is even going back two weeks ago before even our last snowstorm. I remember seeing that we had accumulated like 22 inches of snow this year, which was more than the previous six years combined. I'm pissed. I'm done. <laughs> I'm pissed. Let's let's move forward. It's March. Has there been has there been any positive out of this experience for you? Any? No, I'm putting on a winter coat. The insulation's getting too thick. No, it's yeah. it's time. Inside the jacket. Yeah, inside the jacket. Inside the jacket. I, I have seen one benefit. And, and it's contributed to my insulation getting larger and thicker as well. So Becca, I 
basically taught Becca how to use the snowblower. You right. have a snowblower? Yeah, we got you a snowblower. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I've got a snowblower. I'm out there shoveling this shit. <laughs> and you have a snowblower. You have a snowblower. I have a prick across the street from me that does that shit. And I just want to go over there and just punch his sorry ass. You haven't asked him to borrow the snowblower? I'm no. thinking like what takes me, you know, 30, 45 minutes that takes him three minutes. Dude, you know, throw me a bone and come over and help you out. Just. I'll give you gas money, whatever. Yeah, now, that's the right idea right there. That's a fair exchange because we've had neighbors want to borrow it and then not throw a little nah, gas bullshit. money. But, any, but anyway, so Becca. Where'd you get a snowblower? We got a snowblower from uh, my in-laws. They had no need for it because they lived in a maintenance provided community. So we ended up getting a snow. Now, it didn't help when we had that sheet of ice. You have a son, too. Yes. You have a son, like. You have a built-in snowblower already. A shoveler. You would think he'd be a shoveler. Yes, but he's it not. builds character. It does build character. Anyway, Becca had her out. She was snowblowing the drive. The snowblower was a her? No. You said I. she had her out. Well, she had. Well, we haven't named the snowblower. Becca was out with the snowblower. That was I maybe think the a, snowblower needs a name. He is a Freudian slip. Sherry. Sherry, the snowblower. Sounds great. So Becca ended up finishing up our driveway, went across the street, and we have an older couple that lives, the mayor of the mayor of our subdivision. Yeah. The busybody. He is a busybody. They're nice people, but they, you know, they're busybodies. Most busybodies are nice. Yeah. If you don't have anything else to do, you, you end up turning into a busybody. Becca will end up being a busybody someday. I She's a that. future busybody. Yeah. I see that. So she went over and felt bad for them. So she went over and Finish their driveway. I'd love too. to see Becca just, just. Well, and the other thing is, we were running out of gas. So I'm like, speed over quality, just haul ass. So she finishes our driveway and she's like, I don't know what he was talking about because I've got plenty. So she went over and cleared off their driveway. Well, and they're all waving to her from their house. They bring over a plate of cookies, hmm? baking some cookies and brought them over later. It's a good trade. It's a good trade. I would plow if I had a snowblower, if I was lucky enough to have one, I would do neighbors if I knew I was getting a plate of cookies. Yeah. And those were unexpected cookies, but yeah, it was, that's the only benefit I've seen out of the snow. Okay. But we've got spring break coming and you're getting, you're not a big Florida fan, but. No, I don't, not a huge fan of the state in general, but I'm, I'm very excited at least this time. (laughs) I mean. I was laughing at myself today because I was daydreaming of, you know, being in Florida soon. And I was like, I'm going to be bitching about the heat before I, <laughs> before I know it. God damn, it's hot here, man. Like, now, where are you going in Florida? It's like Miami, just north of Miami. Like Jupiter? No, that's a different planet. No, Jupiter, Jupiter, Florida. Well, Florida is a different planet, but no. Florida is a different it's, Jupiter's it's not uh, too far. Lauderdale, Boca Raton area. Well, Jupiter's not too. So you and Robert Kraft are going to be hanging out at the salons. Hanging out with Robert Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> the salons. I never understood that. Like, you're a billionaire. You don't have to pay for it. Women would gladly sleep with an old, wrinkly, nasty dude. Raisin. Yeah. yeah. Raisins need love too, and they get them if they if they're attached to billion dollars. Whatever. Well, Uncle Tom lives in that area. We can send Uncle Tom be glad to to take you out drinking to party. He's talking about all the craft beer that's there. I'm going with like twenty 
family members. It's going to be nuts. But there is a brewery there. I'm I'm very excited. I told Diane, like, I don't give a shit. They're going to be there for like four days. There's only literally one thing I want to do. I want to go to Three Sons. Is that the brewery? Three Sons yeah, is the brewery? Yeah, it's in Danya Beach, which is just south of where I'm going to be. Supposedly, they're... Their beers are spectacular. So, okay. I'm trying to, I need to go see if I've had any of their beers because when no, I, they're pretty, they're smallish. Okay. When I was in Florida in January on the other side in Naples, I was making sure I was trying a lot, even though I felt like shit at the time. Yeah. You I, got was it, trying, you know, I was still sampling. Yeah. Sampling the product. So, well, that's, that's awesome. Yes. Let's. To warmer to weather, warmer to, weathering. Spring, to spring. I'm Cheers. looking forward to a beer that's, you know, straw colored. And Well, speaking of beer, we had a, a major brewery opening. And you we did. You've been able to sample the product. I've yet to be able to sample the product. What'd you think of City Barrel? City Barrel is the shit. They're they're legit. They're not cheap, but legit. <laughs> <laughs> but so well done. Like a place that has thought of everything to a level that I couldn't even wrap my head around. Interesting. That's. I mean, most breweries, you know, it's like you're just kind of excited to be there. Oh, you know, it's a new brewery. And, you know, generally you're like, eh, the beer's okay. It's fair to middling, you know. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, we got to break it in. Work break out it some, in. They brought it strong right out of the chute. Interesting. Full kitchen. How was the food? Did you eat? Yeah, we did eat. Okay. It's, again, it's not cheap, but well done. Well done. Yeah. Okay. Right up there with kind of brewery Imperial? Yes. Fruit, I'd say wise. it's even maybe a, a notch above. Wow. That's that's high pretty praise. Close. That's pretty high close. praise because brewery Imperial gets high marks Yeah. for their food in particular. Well, they're really smart because they came up with, uh, they have memberships. Okay. So they have, you know, they're. Row of taps, you know, like if you go to the bar, it's super cool. If you go to the bar, you know, they have the wall of taps and they're smart because they have probably eight, 10 beers of their own. And then they also have eight, 10 beers local and just some other gems too. So you're not 100% locked into their beer. But if if you're a member, which is $35 a year and you get a free t shirt, all right. She said you had a free t-shirt. I'm like, ah, I'm in. Yeah. And you get 10% off food. Okay. And that gives you access to like a few beers that they don't sell to the vagabonds that come in off the street. <laughs> and what's super cool is file. they have like a, it's the back of the bars, like all wood. And there's the row of taps and there's two, li- two or three like little hidden doors. You wouldn't even know it was a door if you didn't. Oh shit! And you push it, and it opens up, and there's more taps. They went in back there. door on the taps. They went back door. So if you're sitting there and you're just some you know schmuck off the street, and all of a sudden they're like, open the secret door, and they're pouring a beer, and you're like, wait, what's that? Yeah, I want some of the secret juice. You got to be a member. All right, that's smart. That's smart. All right, Very I need to well go down. Well, we're gonna be down there this weekend. Like I told you, yeah. for, since we're not getting a true spring break and we have some family coming in town. I highly recommend it. We airbnb it. We're going to drag it. We'll drag everybody down there. So, yeah, we're, I told, like I told you, we're going to stay in a lot. My, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law is coming in town because of Rick. I mean, she was hoping to see him before he passed yeah. and, you know, the time she's in London and that didn't all work out. So, but she decided to 
to keep her ticket and just come and spend time time with us. And we're going to be doing some things early in the week of spring break. But so we'll we'll head down we'll head down there. One of the things I wish you'd been able to go with me on Friday. The heck I, I did. I know it was really it was it was okay. It ended up being okay that you weren't able to go because I got sucked into a lot of like board mm-hmm. business. But can it's going on? If you can find, it's going on at least through the rest of this month, I think even into April, is it's really interesting. There's this financial, on a couple different levels, it's but, Buttonwood Financial Group. Mm. They're, they're financial advisors. But the the owner is a, a huge patron of the arts. Mm. And, and it's interesting. He's basically turned his office building into an art gallery and they rotate artists. They rotate all this art through the building. And one, the other thing that's interesting about the building, he was telling me one half of the bill. It's really two pieces, two built, two former independent buildings. Yeah. That's been since renovated and brought together. One portion of the building where we had kind of the, the main part of the event was a former diner. Hmm. That Truman Capote was in, you know, is that right? In cold blood, a lot of this, there was murder there, right? So it's really like we, it's on the gangster tour as Ooh. well, nice. Kansas City gangster tour. So Kansas City young audiences, he ended up hosting a charity art show and benefit, and it being First Fridays last weekend on March first, they did this event called Tada and have all this art throughout the building and all of the, well, 50% of the proceeds went to Kansas City Young Audiences. The other 50% went to the artists themselves. Very cool. So it was a really cool, really cool event. The place was packed and some really great art. It was, it was a great event, a really interesting space. So even if folks don't make it out, you know, for the Kansas City Young Audiences event, they constantly have art Different. there. Yeah, and it's rotating a, shows. Yeah, rotating shows. It's a the the weird thing is it's kind of south crossroads. So it's 30. I mean, it's truly it's kind of in purgatory a little bit. It's at 30th and Main. So it's not really, it's like north of the plaza, yeah, like not quite north midtown. Yeah, almost. it's north midtown. So it's really kind of out of the crossroads district. You have to kind of park, drive, and park. It's really not a walk unless you hit the really south. You know, southmost streetcar, and then decided that yeah, that's a pretty good walk. But really, really cool space, and with the history behind it too. Yeah, was cool. So Becca and I did that last weekend, and ended up talking. I ended up getting to know some of the board members a little better because you know you go to board meetings, and it's basically you're just all biz. It's all business. So, Uh, matter of fact, we acquired a few more Hump listeners as a result. Is that right? Yes, yes, they were interested in the show. Nice. So anyway, we were, we were doing that. Well, speaking of things we've been doing, it's kind of funny because we were talking about great minds and it leads into our, leads into our main topic for this week was about 24 hours ago, they released the Game of Thrones two minute trailer. Yes. Yes. And, and I, even with all the work I've had going on, I'm like, I need a mental break. I'm watching. You have to carve out some time to analyze this. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I and I ran into the kitchen and showed it to Becca because I've been having her do the rewatch. Yeah. We're almost to season seven. We're well on track. All right. Almost. 
What we, about that? We finished season five. So we have, you got her back recommitted? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got her back. I don't remit it's uh, another, another term, but she really likes some of the storylines, but some of them she's just like, you know, I'm out. She wants to finish it up by, you know. By the time the yeah. season, season eight starts. It's so good. This will be the third time I've gone through the whole thing. Like, it's still so good. Yeah. It's interesting to watch the critical mass of media that's taking hold, though. Mm. So the Wall Street Journal is doing it and the New York Times is doing it. I think both of them are doing it. At least the New York Times is doing it. Where they're doing a Game of Thrones. Have you seen this? They're doing a Game of Thrones newsletter. And each week they're pushing out new content about like hints and clues of like the first seven yeah. seasons. And, but what, what just impressed me is how much they've gotten behind it from a dedicated. Yeah. Pop, yeah. How much dedicated content they have to it. Yeah. I'm I, trying not to get any spoilers or theories. I'm just kind of like trying to stop. But I mean, you know, when they leak the trailer, I have to watch that. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about it is there's some tells in it that, shocked me a little bit in the trailer itself. Mm. And it was funny because I was welling up in tears and part of, you know, Becca's like, I was, <laughs> she's like, what is wrong with you? Are you crying? And I'm like, I'm crying because I'm like, I'm happy to hear, but it's almost over. And I saw Sir Gerald Mermont and he's in the trailer. And that means he hasn't turned into a stone man. And she's like, what the fuck? He cared himself. Yeah, I know. He showed up. He's like, I'm caring. I know. But he's it's like. Magic Johnson of Grayscale. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's like confirmation. It's kind of like. You know, Arya, were you pretty sure Arya was going to live when she yeah. was a faceless man? But that's I didn't like that part of the trailer, though. What part? With her well, run? She's like running scared. Like, she ain't scared of no, no. one. Yeah. And like, but shit, they, something's got to mess with it if she's scared. Yeah, if she's scared. Although they've righted it. I mean, that oh, second scene, though, where she's like, I know death. I've I seen think the, that was before that scene. I think they okay. just did a. Uh, they just messed with the crew. Chronology a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I don't just guessing, but just guessing. All right. I'm I mean, it's, it's almost like when you were like 10 years old and you realize that this is like your last Christmas. <laughs> that's going to be special. Like after this, everybody's wise that I know what's going on. I mean, I'm so excited to see this, but it's so sad that there's literally only six left. Yeah. Except, here's the one exception I have to all this. As much as I love Game of Thrones, my favorite book series of all time, I didn't realize HBO had picked it up. They're working with the BBC, and they showed a trailer for it, and they only did one movie. So my favorite book series of all time is His Dark Materials. Mm. And they did the Golden Compass, and it had you know it had yeah. Daniel Craig in it. And That's a good movie. It was an okay movie. It was a good movie. Yeah, if you're a fan of the book, it was an okay movie. Mm. But they only did the one because of the Catholic Church. There's a bunch of controversy. I mean, there's it it attack the book series attacks organized religion. It's just no making no bones about it. But what the BBC decided to do, they, they made it into a TV show. 
a miniseries and HBO. It's going to be on HBO. Really? And that's one of the trailers they showed. And before Game of Thrones, before, I forget. Oh, we were watching True Detective. Yeah, yeah. And they showed it before True Detective. And I came off the couch. Like, started... Because I had been in that point of tears with Game of Thrones ending. I'm like, yeah. what am I going to do now? I'm like, no shit! There it is! And Becca was like, what is wrong with you? You <laughs> thought the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. Like, what happened? They know. HBO's not stupid. They know. <laughs> and I this thought's gotten into my head. Once Game of Thrones is over, I'm dumping cable. I'm picking up books. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm done with TV altogether. And they're like, no, we got to, we got to, you know. Sink that hook in and get them back. Up the ante. They're also doing a Watchmen series. I saw that too, which will be interesting because I really enjoyed the movie. I love that movie. And I've read, I own the graphic novel. Yeah. The movie was almost a true representation of the graphic novel. I don't know what else they can do with the series. So I'm curious. I think it's all new characters though. Okay. Maybe they're going to start with the old characters, you know, like the weird, creepy guy with the noose around his neck and the. The bandit mask. Or, yeah, know. Rorschach. No. When they would go back to like the first original oh, oh, the original. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He literally has a noose around his neck. Yeah, and that guy. Okay. Not sure how that's a special, you know, superpower. No. I'm you're not getting either. hung, not you're hanging people. But, all right. I'm confused by that. I digress. Well. Speaking of that, we got one other. One last shout out. To TV shows. To TV shows. My boys. Season three of uh, Queer Eye, filmed in Kansas City, launches next week, March 15th. Very exciting. Netflix. You know, you binge watched. You're a fan. I love this show. I mean, it's just one of those shows that, you know, just you feel good at the end. Like, you know, they're helping people and healing old wounds and, you know. Making the world a better place. I'm down for that. The city completely embraced those guys when they were. Oh, yeah. Completely embraced those guys. So I'll be. uh, I haven't watched the first two seasons. I probably should binge watch those before watching the third season. Yeah, it's worth. I mean, once you start watching a couple, you're like, okay, this is is good stuff. I mean, you feel better. A lot of shit makes you feel worse. Yeah. Well, and I'm okay for watching something that makes you feel better. So talking about things that make us feel better. The so topic this week is the old uh, the old bucket list. Yeah, you know what's interesting about this topic when you when you kind of propose, let's talk about the bucket list. I'm not. I, what's interesting? I'm not a huge like. There are things I want to do in life, but I haven't really thought about like documenting it or chronicling it. Yeah, it's like I just kind of keep it up here, and you know, there are a handful of things that I would probably have serve as a regret. If I didn't get them done before my time, yeah. like I punched my clock, you know, from a time standpoint. But a couple of things that crystallized. So I was glad you brought up the topic. You know, you and I have a rotating choice of things we can talk about. Yeah. And it kind of crystallized for me. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about this. One was Rick's passing. And Rick, you know, Rick's had Rick and his wife have had a, a profound influence on me from the standpoint of even like what I'm doing now career wise. Because... You know, we would have dinner conversations and and they would say, you've only got so much time. You need to do what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Right? Take some chances. Yeah. You need to make sure you've not let fear get a hold of you and 
kind of, you know, fear is always going to be there, but you got to over kind of overcome it or at least navigate it. Right. And so, you know, his passing got me thinking about that, about this. And then also last week, Luke Perry's untimely, you know, we had Angie on. Yeah. You know, a couple episodes ago and she had her, she's had two strokes and, you know, a little younger than Luke Perry, but Luke Perry, 52 years old. Yeah. Still working. Still seemed in relatively good health. Yeah, there's a lot coming out about how he was a very philanthropic individual. Yeah, he's a giving, giving individual, and just one moment he's gone. So that kind of crystallized it for me, like I said, and said, okay, we're we're gonna lock this in. We're in, we're gonna talk about this. So, but this is something like you and I, like sit down and talk about and kind of jot yeah. down. Like when I when you came over tonight, I said oh, you hadn't even seen the questions and. You saw my responses, the questions, you're like, pick up your phone. You're like, okay, where's my list? Right? I, have, so, I keep my bucket list on my phone. So how do you two, I mean, how do you two kind of come, I'm, my Becca's, because I even asked Becca yesterday, I said, what's on your bucket list? She's like, what? I don't have a bucket list. I have like two things I want to do. She goes, man, I don't know, rock climb, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, that was her response, but you and I are, have approached this completely differently. Yeah, I mean... Di in particular, she's really kind of embraced it and kind of made me think about it more. And to your point, you know, most of the time you have these things just kind of stuck up in your head and you're like, well, I'll do this at some point. I'll do that at some point. But until you like put it down on either paper or, you know, on on a list of some type yeah. that you can pull up, um, doesn't really solidify or, or become concrete. Like once you put it on paper, you're kind of like, Okay, these are things I definitely want to do. And, you know, the, we get older. You know, we used to be focused on stuff or uh, young man's wishes, you know, thrill-seeking or, you know, become a billionaire or, you know, become the president, you know, young man wishes. But, yeah, like I did the Jim Carrey trick. If you're the Jim Carrey, he did this thing about oh, he wrote himself a check for uh, like $500,000. No, I think it was like uh, $20 million. Was it $20 million? And when he got the deal for Cable Guy, he made $20 million and he... he okay. Yeah. I, I got the number wrong. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah, I, I actually have a check. Maybe at mine was $500,000 as opposed to $20 million. <laughs> Yeah. But I actually have that check somewhere, right? The date's well past, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it at least yeah. makes it real. But So now it just seems to be more focused on experiences because, you know, that's what... Life's not about stuff. Life's about, you know, enjoying real experiences with people you want to spend time with and people you want to be with. And so Diane, actually, her her list is way more detailed than mine is. She actually has like a lifelong list, bucket list. And then she also breaks it down to like she has a 2019 bucket list. Okay. And, you know, some stuff is maybe significant, some isn't, but just kind of like, Cherry pick, what are a couple things on the 2019 list? And what's funny about that is like some of her stuff, it, it sounds like, really? But then you're like, oh, yeah, it would be really cool. Yeah. Like her okay. goal is to um, uh, see an NHL hockey game this year. Okay. I couldn't imagine her doing that. But. Exactly. All but right. Like now we're, we have a, a niece that's in Chicago and the Blackhawks seem like as good a team as any. I mean, they're consistently great and. It's a good, you know, fun city. So we're like, okay, let's plan a weekend. We'll spend it with her, you know, our niece and 
They like beer. We're going to hit some breweries, go to a Blackhawks game. Like, sounds like a damn good weekend to me. All right. Yeah. My wife has literally never been camping in her life. <laughs> this story, I know. Like, she <laughs> believes... <laughs> Up until like a year ago, she believed camping was like you have a cabin and a bed and a bathroom and like I'm like no 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 that's that's not camping like it, camping's like a tent canvas exactly like, like you're sleeping on the earth yeah in a tent and she's like I I've never done that so wow in April we're planning on spending the night camping where are you gonna go camping I think we're gonna go Lake Latawana I don't know it's okay. Not too far. I mean, we're not going to go to Colorado or anything, but like, All right. she's like, you know, let's ease into it. We're going to do one night in a tent. Airbnb in Lake Lottawa. In a tent. <laughs> um, yeah, just stuff like that. That's cool. But then you have bigger things, you know, not going to get done this year, but we'll yeah. get done. Oh, no, those are interesting things to do even on a on a 2019 list. You know, what's funny is we, we're producer list tonight. Our, our producer, Grant, keeps a bucket list. Really, and he'll generally do them on the during during the summer things that he wants to do with his friends, and they talk about it. Yeah, and they those near just you bringing up Diane's notion of a near term kind of bucket list. It's, yeah, you know, it keeps you accountable and keeps you thinking about things that you know. Otherwise, if you just get in a rut or a comfort zone, you don't do them. You know, Becca talks. You keep to, pushing them off. Yeah, you keep pushing them off. Well, it's always as much as I love Game of Thrones and want to plop on the couch and watch some television. Sometimes it's better to get out off the couch and enjoy enjoy life. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like last year, she had ziplining on her list. We went ziplining. We went zipline. It was a it was a blast. We had a great time. That's something you know I keep here and we'll bring up from time to time. And we shared the video. We did share the video. Like, <laughs> you know, but we, yeah. We shared the video. Yeah, Beck and Mines, we don't keep a near term. We do not so much a bucket list. We keep a list of things we'd like to do, I guess, or things we'd like to visit. That was actually one of the commitments that we made when we went through the Visit KC VIP program. Yeah. It was things you want to explore around the city. Mm -hmm. And that's evolved a little bit. We've done some of it, haven't done some other things. That were on that list. Some of them were like, you know, some of it's hitting new restaurant, new and different restaurants. Yeah. Not always going in the same place. One of them was I wanted to take for the past year. I've been trying to take Becca to Ollie's local for brunch. Right. Good brunch. It's a great brunch. You and I've been Bloody there Mary for brunch. Bar. Yeah. yeah. Bloody Mary bar. So we haven't been able to go for brunch, but after the button buttonwood event, I said, where do you want you want to go to City Barrel? And she said, nah, I'm not quite feeling like it's a full night of beer drinking. And because I know you, we get to the brewery and you're going to hunker down and you want to try like six beers. Oh, me? this is me. Well, no, okay. me, I, me. Yeah. You are not with me at this right. time. True. Yeah. She said, I'm feeling like a meal and maybe one or two drinks. I said, well, Ollie's local's right around the corner. Why don't we go ahead and just go there and have dinner? So we went there and had dinner, you know, those kind of things. We're pretty lame otherwise. Like, our list consisted of, like, three things. I mean, two of them are done together, and then one of them is just mine. That was it. That was it. So it was, like, visit Italy. Like, I want to go see Venice. Both of us want to go see Venice before it's consumed by the ocean. Better do it sooner than later. Yes. Agreed. And the other is we both want to, and I've done this before a little bit, but with hers to, to do some rock climbing. Hmm. Yes, I, I need to work out before. And then the last is for me to actually publish a novel. 
Like I've sh- sold a short story. Right. I've sold a tweet for God's sakes, but I've not sold a not like I want to write complete a novel, which I've completed a novel, but I want to sell a novel and see it in a bookstore. That's the, that's, that's like, a big goal. That is a big but goal. That's yeah. why it's on a bucket list. That's why. Yeah. Those that's like, that's it. That's the, that's the bucket list. So it's brief. Yeah. It's very brief. Well, and the rest of it is, I mean, I feel like we do. It's, we go out and experience, you know, you, you, it's yeah. More. I don't know what's the term. It's more evolving. It's like yeah, that's the thing. The list is always changing because you'll yeah. check things off the list, and when you check something off, you got to add something new. I mean, that's what's cool about it. That you know, over time, you know, your taste change. Like, like I said, I don't, I don't have those young man wishes. Like, I want to skydive out of a thirty thousand feet and free fall. Like, but you've done that. Before. I have done that, and I, you know. 100% due to the movie Point Break, but, <laughs> you know, it's more just about, like, experiences, and if it's something I could experience with Diane, it's even better. Yeah. You know. Has she done that? Has she been No, no interest. No, no interest. interest. Yeah. yeah. I have no interest. I probably wouldn't have any interest going forward, but, yeah, you know, I checked off the list, so I'm done. Yeah. But, I have no interest shitting myself at 30,000 feet or whatever <laughs> you do, because that's probably what would happen. <laughs> But what's cool about bucket lists too is sometimes you have things that happen to you or you do and you don't technically put them on a bucket list. They just they just happen, right? And yeah. You, and in the grand scheme of things, when you look back in your life, you're like, those were funny ass cool moments. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you planned and wanted to go skydiving, but one of the things you know I ended up doing, I, and it wasn't anything I had planned, it was just in the moment was ended up getting up and singing with Michael Franti in front of 3,000 people. Yeah, I can't imagine that being on a list, and I can't imagine even doing that, so kudos to you for that. Yeah. That's that's a big one. Yeah, well, I was sitting there singing the chorus to his song while I was at a concert and was working. I was actually working. I was yeah. video recording and taking pictures for work and singing the chorus and apparently he's big on audience like I knew his music I've never been to one of his shows apparently he's big and in, into audience participation and he saw me singing his chorus and he was like do you know the song and I'm like just the chorus my daughter loves this song he goes that's good enough and pulled me up on stage and handed me a microphone the but you had the courage to to sack up and get up on that stage and do it and do it, yeah. And I mean, most people would have been like, "I ain't getting up there," like yeah. you know. So bravo to you, man. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't anywhere, like you said. I would never have been on a bucket list. It just sometimes they uh, they appear live. Yeah, they just they just happen to you. So speaking of adventures, you know what was funny about this? The timing too is the Travel Channel just published an article days ago about bucket list sometime you know i have the venice yeah hang on the bucket well and that's you, the thing and you've been to venice right i have so, been to venice okay and it's well worth the visit okay. i highly recommend it crazy expensive but highly recommended but that's the thing with so many on bu- uh, items on bucket list is travel related because you're like i want to get outside of this bubble this you know my comfort zone and and it, it experience the world there's so much. Yeah. And that's what, I don't know why I picked this number. I I have on my bucket list right now to uh, travel to 50 different countries. 50. Okay. I've been to 14. 
Wow. So I have some work to do. You have some work to do. But I think I picked 50 just because I also want to visit all 50 states. Okay. And I've been to 35 of them. There's some nice symmetry there. You can do 50 yeah, states, nice. 50 and countries. Once I hit yeah. 50, then maybe it goes to 100. I don't know. You can exceed that. You can exceed that. What else do you have on your bucket list? Dive in the Red Sea. Okay. The Red Sea is like some of the most insane diving on the planet. Plus, it's an excuse to go to Egypt. And, you know, so. May let the political climate there calm down. Yeah, yeah. it don't have to happen this year, but. Um, uh, see the Northern Lights, which is also on my wife's bucket list. That's um, you know what that uh, the aurora, seeing the aurora borealis would probably be on my bucket list, even though it's not officially on any list. That that's one of the things. It's a crapshoot, anywho, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've been reading up because we were going to go to Iceland this summer, and you have zero chance of seeing the Northern Lights in the summer because it's twenty-two hours of daylight. It has to be dark. They're like, even if you go in December. Maybe it's cloudy for a week. You don't know. There's really no guarantee you're going to see it. Yeah. Well, and that was what I was telling you about that travel channel list. They just put something out. They said, you don't have to leave the country. Yeah. You can go to all 50 states and do something interesting. Yeah. And so they broke down state by state a bucket list item or an adventure list item. And they said the northern the Aurora you can see from Alaska. Yeah, I would. So go visit Alaska too and give it a, give it a shot there. I'd like it's to visit state Alaska. I've never been. That's a state I've not been to. What was interesting about that list was there were some cool, really cool things. You and I, I people we will put a link in the show notes, but it was like, there were some really cool things like Alabama has, you can go to space camp. Like you're going to be a NASA, a NASA astronaut and train to go into space. And cool. they, they take you through the full program. Alaska has the, the Northern Lights. Iowa has uh, go and see the American Gothic mm. house with the, they had in the painting. It's interesting, maybe not a true experience, like there and done in 15 seconds. It right? seems like all the Iowa ones would be the Bridges of Madison County, the Field of Dreams, or... John Wayne was born there, though. Yeah. So... Kansas wasn't too bad. You could heard you could heard Longhorns. Yeah, I've been on a ranch with Longhorns with fifteen hundred Longhorns. That was actually really cool, crazy intimidating. Although I think they're just like dogs. But yeah, I jumped into a pen with some of those, and you know they have the you know five six feet. It's it's intimidating. It is intimidating. I've actually life experience. I've actually castrated cattle. Before <laughs> this is something I did never knew about this guy. <laughs> yeah, I've actually got now. I'm not. I'm not heard. So that's one less thing on your bucket list. Yes, one less thing on my bucket right. list. Castrate no. a castrate a cow. Uh, Missouri. This would be on your bucket list. I was surprised it wasn't necessarily on your bucket list. It was di- since you had the red sea. It was yeah. diving related. I didn't know there was this cave. Yeah, Von Terre is pretty insane. Um, it's actually kind of like, um, it's progressive. So if you don't know, like Bon Terre is just outside of St. Louis and it's old mining shafts that have been flooded. And you basically have to start at level one. And I mean, they go on for forever. They go crazy deep. Uh, and they have like just, you know, hundreds and hundreds of lights down there. I mean, it's other, otherwise pitch black because it's underground. But you basically have to do them in order. One, two, three, because the further 
further down you go, the further you are from oxygen. So you really have to like acquire some skills before you can get too far into it. And I think they go up to like 30. I mean, it's, wow. it's pretty insane. The reason it's not on my bucket list is because it's fucking cold water diving. Like it's 50 <laughs> degree water. So you have to go full dry suits and yeah. you're not allowed to take any of your own equipment. I mean, they are very, you have to use their equipment. You have to follow their lead. You have to do everyone okay. in order. I mean, it's very regimented because it's, it's serious business, but it would be cool to do. Okay. Interesting. The one that was the lamest on here was the state you and I both lived in. I was born in. Yeah. You lived in at an early age. Ohio. Ohio. Let's see. Ohio. What, what could it be for Ohio? Um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No. NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, no. Not Canton. I mean, you and I have even talked about going to Columbus and just having a good time in Columbus. I'd love to go to Columbus. Yeah. It was Cedar Point. The amusement park. It's the roller coaster capital of the world. I've been on the beast. I mean, as roller coasters go, fine. But really, all those other options. It seems a little homogenized, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So much more to do in Ohio than that. What else is on your bucket list? It's not all travel related like I have. I still, to this day, want to become fluent in Spanish. Oh, yes. You and I talked about getting the, the tapes. I'm still not sure the best way. I, you could do the Rosetta Stone, but it really sounds more fun to like go live in Spain for a year. I agree. Drink wine. and, But that's on the list. Kathy messaged me. Yeah, She's been in Spain. She, we should have her back on the show. I mean, we haven't had a, like a... Second get you know, a repeat, repeat guest. But she spent, you know, she's been in Spain a good six months now. Traveled all over Europe. That's what's have, so awesome about, you know, pretty much anywhere in Europe. So you're going to be back for two months. Like July, I think it's July, August, September. See, and that's how you can make some hay on my 50 country list is you go live somewhere. You go Europe, live in Spain for, yeah. Jump on a train or whatever. I'm down for doing that. Wine country in Spain sounds like something mm. I should put on my bucket list, even though I don't have one. So any, so one of the things we, we put together a bucket list for a reason, because the, who knows what could happen? Yeah. Like kick the bucket. Yeah. I could kick the bucket walking up my steps here after the, after the show tonight. I hope not. I hope not. But you know, th those things happen. What any near death experiences? That you've encountered? Just a lot of stupidity when I was, you know, in my late teens, early 20s. I mean. Mid-20s even. Yeah. You and, I, you and I throwing darts at one another at a, at a bar. Yeah, that probably, like steel tip darts. That probably wasn't a smart move. <laughs> I jumped out of a boat once going like 30 miles an hour. Oh, wow. Not very smart. You got hit in the face with the softball. Yeah, it almost crushed half, half my face is smashed in. Yeah, three titanium plates and seven titanium screws in my face. But yeah, mixed for some good party tricks. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. I mean, you know, nothing. I don't know if I'd say near death. Near death. Yeah, highly stupid. We'll yeah. call it that. I only have one. I've done a lot of stupid things. The the steel tip darts with you. 
was certainly on the stupidity list. There are probably a multitude of others that I've forgotten. The one that was truly near death, though, was whitewater rafting in Colorado. We would do like a semi-annual boys trip, and I'd do it with Newbie and Hunter and a bunch of Newbie's friends from Colorado. Hey, Newbie and Newbie. Hunter. Cheers, gentlemen. And we did the stretch of the Colorado River called The Numbers. Yeah, I know that. And the guide we had asked us, and I'm going to give the abbreviated story. He asked us, how many of you guys have been whitewater rafting before? And we all raised our hands. And he said, how many times? And all of us have been like, you know, more than on one hand. Right. So we went, oh, I've got an experienced group today. We're going to, we're going to have a good time. We're going to push the envelope. We're going to have a good time. And the reason why that stretch of the river is called the numbers. And you know, this is because normally rivers work out where you have a rapid, then a calm pool of water, rapid, calm pool of water. And it's nice. So if you get dumped in a rapid, it spits you out. You end up in a calm pool of water. You can collect yourself, get back in the raft. Good. Yeah. Everything's gravy, right? The numbers, rapid, 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 rapid. No calm pools. It's one rapid after another. And where typically you go on a rafting trip and it can last three or four hours, the numbers is 90 minutes. Yeah. Of fun. <laughs> it's like class four, class five. I mean, yeah. it's helmets. Yeah. Full, you know. Yeah, it's full. And it was cl- definitely class five this time of year. So he said, well, I've got an experienced group. We're going to do some, have you guys ever done boulder sets? And boulder sets, were ba- you basically intentionally go hit a boulder, Bounce. rest, rest on the boulder. You move some of your weight away from the boulder. And then you spin, you all work in unison to spin off the boulder and like spin off. It's like going to, it's like going to an amusement park on the flume ride and you hit the bumper and you just all spin yeah, around. Yeah. But this is you intentionally doing it. Mm. So he taught us how to do it. We did it on one boulder. He was like, oh, that was awesome. Let's go to it on another. We did it on another boulder. Things were great. We hit the third boulder. We take on water and we capsize basically. And anybody that's ever had to pay attention to like the safety instruction knows that I ended up underneath the raft. Yeah. So they teach you how to do the climb, you know, the crawl to get from underneath the raft to the end of the raft. You grab the rope. Yeah. So, and you grab the rope a certain way to where when the guide flips it, all you have to do is twist your wrist. Right. So he does that. He jumps. I twist my wrist. The problem is he jumps right on top of me. And shoots me out into the river. <laughs> and at this point, I'm in the rapids with my legs forward. Well, that's doing the smart thing to do. Yeah. But everybody else had gotten spilled like out sideways. Just mass chaos. Mass chaos. Everybody got dumped. The only one, this will make you laugh, so newbie. Of the group at the time, Newbie was the most out of shape out of anybody. We had a martial arts instructor in the the raft. He could, was not a strong enough swimmer to get back to the raft. Nobody was a strong enough swimmer. The, those, that's how strong those rapids are. Yeah. And I tried to do like the inclined right. swim to the side, just hoping it, would, it was not so working. strong. It sucked me back in. And I had to go. I got shot down the river. Everybody else got spilled out. Newbie, the most out of shape clawed his ass 
He was in shallow enough water. <laughs> his hands, he cut his hands all yeah. the hell, clawed his way to the side. He was the only one to make it to shore. Everybody else got dumped and they had to get picked up. <laughs> and I swear to God, I was going to drown. I was going to catch catch my right. leg and drown. I'm like, I've got a son at home. I need to yeah. live. God, I need to live. God, I need to live. <laughs> and they, it looked like something out of a Clint Eastwood Did movie. Did they throw the bag? They didn't throw the bag. They, The dude was standing up hauling, just standing up hauling with the paddle yeah, down like, the river. It's a liability. I have yeah. uh, four of my five. Yeah. And newbie's buddy, newbie's buddy ended up grabbing me. And Jimmy, his his name's Jimmy, ended up grabbing me and doing like the the haul in, yeah, the yeah. fall back. Grab and you. Jimmy, every time he sees me at like a barbecue or something, it's like, "Where's my fucking Christmas card, dude? You owe me a Christmas card." <laughs> I, saved I, saved your life. Life. I saved your yeah. life. I saved your life. I swear, I thought I was gonna die that day. Puts things in perspective. It does. Let's put things in perspective. I haven't been whitewater rafting since. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. <laughs> That's not what I was getting at. But um, I'd yeah. go back whitewater rafting. I don't know why. I've been canoeing since, but I mean, not the same. No, not the not the same. Any uh, bucket list books or stories that have encouraged, inspired you, or kind of encouraged you? I mean, it sounds hokey. It's not a booker, but like, well, it's just. A story. I thought the movie like. You know, resonated with me. Okay. Little Morgan Freeman and uh, Jack not, Nicholson. I've not seen that movie. You've never seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Fuck, not we're talking seen. about Bucket List and you ain't ever seen that movie? Yeah, you need to see that movie. All right. It's a good guess. movie. You're not big on suggestions, but I'm not. I'm, I'm I mean, not. We're doing it. a topic. Yes. Well, I've been watching Game of Thrones. All right. One of the books, and I've not read it, but a book that is intrigued me is the book by uh, Randy, I think it's Pouch. It's called The Last Lecture. And he was terminally ill with cancer Mm. and he was a university professor. And he talks about as part of that, he talks about essentially living your best life and hope and the idea of humanity. And most, I guess, a lot of philosophy professors are asked that or pose that question. And that's always a lecture topic that they discuss. If you had to give your last lecture, what would that be? Mm. And they give that lecture with the idea of then the students have to reflect on their own lives, yeah. which is an interesting concept. But I guess I guess Randy's approach to it was so much different than a lot of people's. He ended up turning it into a book. Nice. And then the other story that grabbed my attention lately, and we posted on Instagram. And to me, I don't know if it's truly a bucket list item, but it was just something that so just captured Beck in my heart was, I don't know if you saw the Foggy Friday last week. I saw it. Is there's there's this little girl. I think she's in is she in Wisconsin. I think she's in Wisconsin. Her name's Emma Emma Mertens, mm-hmm. and she's terminal. She's seven years old, terminal with cancer, and she really wants a dog. Like more than anything, she wants a dog. And her parents have so much shit going on. She they were like, we can't get her get you a dog, but we'll put out this plea to people locally. To bring their dogs over. Well, to write you a letter. Oh. From, we'll have these dogs write you letters. Is that okay? And she's seven. She's like, sure, dogs can write me letters. Apparently, it went viral. And so, Becca ended up writing a letter penned by Foggy. Really? 
and sent it to this little girl. Apparently, this little girl, last count we saw, has received 80,000 letters. Oh, from dogs. That's awesome. Penned by dogs. So it's, I, they've had to create a filing system, apparently. I don't know if it's filed by breed. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. You know, I don't know how it's filed. I'm like, feeling schnauzer today. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's yeah, filed by state. I don't know how this thing yeah. is filed, but. That's but, awesome, though. I mean, yeah. That kind of restores your faith in humanity. Yeah. 80,000 letters from dogs yeah, have cool. reached at least. And we checked like a week ago. She can read those forever. I'm sure they're continue to flow in. Yeah. So those were some, some cool stories. So, well, um, any other last thoughts about bucket, about bucket list? And Uh, no, other than like, I I'm passionate that you need to put pen to paper or you can't just keep it up in your head or else you'll just keep pushing it off. It just, it becomes more real when, when you commit, when you commit, when you commit. All right. And it feels so good to check that some bitch off. Well, I didn't intentionally bring this. That's what this thing is. It's like, I keep nothing but check marks in this damn yeah. thing. It's like Sanskrit. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's gospel in there. Mm. Well, so this week's Triple D discussion is a little somewhat related to this. And so for those folks who don't know, we throw out a topic each week, throw out a scenario and discuss whether it's a dick douche or dumbass move. And you picked one that was it was kind of the antithesis of which I think is awesome. The not not the outcome being awesome, but I think that we thematically got it worked in. But the antithesis or the idea of a bucket list is to be present in whatever you're doing. Yes. And to embrace, <laughs> you know, life in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. So this week's Triple D is someone who travels abroad but wants all the comforts of home. I want to go to a foreign country. I just want it to, to be like America. I am Diane. We're going to go to Lake Lottawana and we're going to, we're going to camp. You got to have Funyuns. But, or I need my espresso, my espresso machine. So we're going to bring a generator and we're going (laughs) to, no, this is Funyuns and hot dogs and like embrace. Yeah. Embrace the suck. Cheers to that. Embrace the suck. I love that. Good old Ira Glass. Embrace the suck. So what do you what do you think? You know, this it's not a dick move. It can fall in a couple of different areas, but uh I'm gonna go with douche because mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, I'm in a foreign country in a foreign land with a strange culture, but they need to conform to my wishes and how I like my, you know, fill in the blank coffee bed food, whatever. It just seems kind of douchey to me. I I would agree. I, and I like your perspective on the conformity. I hadn't articulated, articulated it as clearly or as well as you did. I was just trying to picture what actress would play the role in this movie. And I came up with Reese Witherspoon or Sandra Bullock. And to me, it just smacked of douchiness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
If you want to go to Italy and uh, have all the comforts of America, then go to Little Italy in New York. Little little Italy. Yeah, there you go. Um, Do your best, John Wayne. Yeah, like Little Italy. You know, like if you're going to take the time and spend the money and the effort and whatnot, you know, embrace the culture. Let's have a cappuccino. It isn't going to kill you. That's why I like your expression when in Rome. Yeah, exactly. You embrace that moment that you're there. You don't try. And the reason why you're there is to be present in that culture, in that moment. It's not to try and, like you said, conform it to you. It's for you to be a little bit of it. Right? Agreed. So that, to me, I it is straight on douchiness to me. Because, again, douchiness to me is really about you believing you're better than somebody else. And so if you're trying to take an entire culture and say... You need to be more like me. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Why bother? It's the quintessential kind of douche move. Well, I, I'm, I think that's pretty crystal clear. We, we don't generally have like a straight on, that's a douche move. It could be dumbass. I could see it being dumbass, but I think the intent is douche-tastic. Yes. I, I would agree. All right. I think we've landed on douche this week. So if you go travel somewhere or you go participate in something, embrace it, folks. Yeah. That's what life's about. Eat some weird shit. Drink some weird stuff. That's what when Danielle was with us about open belly. Embrace it. Exactly. The the show episode she's doing this week, they have some killer breakfast. You and I need to go. I do like breakfast. Yes. We're all about breakfast. All right. I think that's it for us this week, folks. Thanks for hanging with us. If you've enjoyed today's episode, go out to the He Says, She Says Casey Facebook page and like follow us if you haven't already. Remember, you can catch us live on Facebook almost every Wednesday at 7, but not next week because Chad's going to be at the Three Sons doing a live show next Wednesday from Florida all by himself. No, he won't. People, he won't be doing a live show. It just won't be recorded or... Yes, he'll be doing a live show. It'll be private for the people at Three Sons. Also, check out the He Says, He Says, She Says, Casey blog. And you can subscribe to us and rate us. Thank you for the folks recently who've rated us and subscribed to Left us a comment. Yes, you can subscribe to us, rate us. Leave us a comment. Thanks to those who have done so in the last couple of weeks. Keep them coming, as Chad said. Yes. Uh, on your favorite podcast platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Take care, everybody. Let's talk about breakfast some more. <laughs>